0: Welcome back to another episode of Duality. If you are new, my name is Aria, and I want to thank you for making the time to listen to me speak today. I took a poll on Instagram yesterday, and it was for what you guys would like to hear me speak about next. I think over, I think, seventy one percent of you, or something of the sort, voted on this podcast episode's topic to be codependency versus love. So that is what I guess we're going to be exploring today. To me, codependency is the act of needing somebody, and love involves wanting someone. An easy way to exemplify like what that dynamic looks like is there is a person who isn't able to like stand tall on their own and that person is the codependent and then the enabler shows up like a crutch and kind of allows that like heavy leaning upon in order for that person to function. And I feel like that example shows you very clearly as to why that's an unhealthy dynamic it's not an equal relationship because the support is one way. There's like a heavy need for the other person. And honestly, it takes two to tango in this dynamic. So I don't think that like the codependent is necessarily the problem alone because that person could not show up that way if they weren't allowed to by the other member of that dynamic. Because of role modeling either from relationships that we have close by growing up that look like love, or role modeling done through media and art like literature and film, the relationships that we're associating with this idealized version of love aren't actually in fact healthy (laughs) dynamics, and I think it's unfortunate, and I'm really hoping that by having more conversations like these and just being a creator myself and a creative, that whether it be through the art that I create or the creatives that I have around me, we start to create more and more in the space of reality, in the space of, okay, no, actually, this is what a healthy, functioning relationship looks like. No one has to betray themselves. There doesn't have to be all of this drama. There doesn't have to be like toxic tendencies. None of that has to exist in order for two people to have a loving relationship with one another. That type of role modeling is so problematic because oftentimes I find that I am expected to be an enabler again and again because I show up as a person who is very independent in my life and I think the reason that I have spent so much of my time single is because I have a very full, happy and independent life, like on my own. Like I don't f- I don't have a void that I need filled by another person. Do I miss having someone and having that type of a relationship and having a romance in that way? Of course I do. That level of connection, of course I miss that, but I don't need that in order to have a happy and full life. So, more often than not, I am expected to enable someone else to be heavily codependent upon me and, like I mentioned in the episode about reciprocity in relationships, I have performed that way time and time again. It wasn't until recently where I refused to be leaned on in that way because it's exhausting and it involves a level of betrayal that I am unwilling to participate in, in order for that dynamic to exist. There's a couple things that have happened in my previous relationships that I think are a good way to break down what codependency looks like. I have always thought because, like, I don't depend on people in that way, and I don't need anyone, therefore I haven't been in codependent relationships. However, I am beginning to realize, especially after, like, doing research and thinking about the subject this week... I have 100% been the enabler and allowed for people to be codependent upon me in probably all of my relationships. Up until actually, I would say this year, because I have ended relationships that started to feel that way. And as I mentioned in the episode about reciprocity, that's not a dynamic that I allow anymore where it's heavily one-sided because it's exhausting and I don't have it in me to do that. And it's not like, it doesn't add to my life in any way, in a healthy way. I know that it's been a point of conflict every time the idea of me needing someone comes up. I distinctly remember in every relationship that I have either approached or been a part of the conversation of me needing the other person has come up and I have never needed another And, you know, I do not glorify the extreme independence I have chosen in my life, and I think that that has led to me being emotionally distant or unavailable in the past, and maybe I'll do a podcast episode about that as well, because that's not healthy either, but because of that, I have successfully avoided being codependent upon someone else. But when I say there's never going to be a day that I need you, the response that I get is typically someone is quite offended (laughs) from hearing that from me. They feel like, well, then what's the point in our relationship or getting into a relationship if you're never going to need me? Uh, to which I will respond, like, I don't need you if, if I'm being in a relationship or if I'm participating in a relationship. It's because of want. Like, I want you. There is desire involved. And in my brain, and I don't know if this is how others feel as well, but wouldn't you rather be wanted? Like, I want to be wanted. I don't want to be needed. If someone needs me, I feel like I feel burdened, honestly. And it's not that like, oh, they need me upon occasion because don't get me wrong. Relationships obviously involve supporting one another, but there again is that symbiosis where there's a mutual exchange and support. When I'm feeling down in moments of that, or maybe a phase, or I'm weathering a season that's hard, yeah, I'm going to need the support but then again, even while I say that now, it's not that I need it. It's just nice to have. So yes, relationships, of course, they involve support. But that need, like I, I don't agree with that. I feel like we should all as individuals aim to be self-sufficient in the sense that yes, I can take care of myself if I need to and when I need to. When something happens to me, I don't have to desperately reach out to others in order for me to be okay. I will reach out to others when I am feeling like I'm crumbling and it's too much. And to me, that feels a lot healthier and I understand and recognize that everybody's different. But I don't agree with training yourself to believe that you can't handle things on your own because you can. We all can. You're just afraid. And so the idea of being needed by someone else is a fear driven thing that I am not flattered by. So when someone comes to me with that energy, like I get very uncomfortable and uneasy. And I think oftentimes I am confused for someone who avoids commitment, which is not true. I love commitment. I'm actually very good at commitment, but I refuse to commit to a dynamic that is unsustainable and unhealthy. And when you need me, that is exactly what that is. And I don't have respect for someone who needs me. And that may sound harsh, but in reality, deep down, if you need me to be okay in your life, I probably won't respect you as my equal because I will never need that from anyone. I am okay, I'm actually more than okay on my own, and when I choose to have someone or spend time with someone, it's because you were adding more zest to my life, or you were someone that makes me feel a sense of belonging, a sense of community with, a sense of just bonding and building together, like we're coming together to build more, not to fill in what's missing like we are both strong foundations on our own and we are just kind of stacking those upon one another to build more and more and to empower and motivate one another not to just stay where we are because codependency to me is like a stagnant relationship where you're kind of just stuck because both members of that relationship aren't pulling their weight so you can't move forward There's leaning happening, heavy leaning, where you really can't walk forward because one person has to stand still in order for the other person to just stand, period. Codependent relationships involves one person who is enabling the other person to underachieve, um, to practice poor mental health maybe, to remain stagnant, to avoid growth. You might be enabling an addiction, Oftentimes it can enable things like emotional abuse and toxicity because that dynamic has involved like an enmeshment of both people's identities where those of you who are participating in a codependent relationship have believed and convinced yourselves that your whole world and identity revolves around being a part of this relationship. And that's why I think that the examples that we have in film or in stories are so unhealthy because it's like this idea that you can't live or breathe without this other person. And I don't know why that's so romantic. To me, that's like a huge red flag that like you have work to do in order to stand on your own two feet being alone is not scary. <laughs> and I love love. Don't get me wrong. I think love is the most beautiful thing that we get to experience as human beings. But I believe that about healthy love. Healthy love looks like wanting another person. Healthy love looks like showing up as a whole and loving another whole person, not loving someone because you need them or because of what they do for you. I know I've had this conversation, especially recently, where I'll talk about love and my views on love because I'm being asked, because people are often confused as to why I so often choose to be alone and I say no to so many relationships. And it's because I feel like I've been in true, deep, and pure love once in my life. And I know that and it's so easy to identify because it wasn't because of what this person did for me. It wasn't because of what this person made me feel. I remember looking and even till this day, like I still love this person. And I feel like a part of me always will. It had nothing to do with what this person could do for me. It had nothing to do with how, yeah, this person looked at me or anything like that. It literally was just... I love this person for who they were, for their thoughts, for how they showed up in this world. Yeah, for their energy and for how they took up space. Like, I just had a lot of love and respect for that. And all I wanted, my wants and desires for this person were just for them to be happy and for them to go into who they dreamed of becoming and were fully capable of doing so. Honestly, I think the biggest thing that I wanted for this person was for him to see himself the way I saw him, for all of like the beautiful qualities that he has, and to just embody that fearlessly and believe in himself. That's all I wanted for this person. Of course, like when you love someone, you want to be with them. You want to witness them. You want to experience life with them but I didn't need that in order for me to love them and that's why I think I knew it was true love and I personally don't think that I have been truly loved or have experienced that anyway where someone loved me for who I am in this world flaws and all and not because of how I made them feel or how much I achieve and that's hard and scary like I think that When someone only loves you for how you make them feel, it really has little to do with me. It's like, oh, I make you feel confident and I make you feel proud standing next to me or I make you feel good about yourself. It's like, you don't love me for me. And to me, love is about the other person. Like when I love someone, it's about them. It has nothing to do with me. My boundaries have to do with me. So like if that person that I love and that is what happened doesn't treat me with respect. Yeah, I can't be an active member of your life. I just can't. Because I also love myself. Honestly, I will always love myself the most. And I will take care of myself. And if taking care of myself looks like doing without the person that I love, so be it. Because I deserve to be happy and loved the same way that I love other people. And if I can't receive that, it's like... It's not brave... (laughs) or selfless. It's just you're betraying yourself when you accept less than what you give. Codependency isn't love. Needing someone isn't love. When someone comes to me with that and tries to tell me they love me, like I'm not buying it. And there's a lot of confusion and a lot of conflict and a lot of garbage that happens, honestly. And I get really fed up and exhausted because... It's not my job, I feel like, to teach people in my life what love is and why the way that they're showing up is unhealthy. Like, I will tell you that it is. Yes, it is my job to communicate how you're affecting me, but it is not my job to be your mother and to do the work for you. That's your work. So you do it. And often I feel like in the past, I'm expected to do my work and my partner's work. That is like the definition and the epitome of codependency. Like that person just takes care of themselves and I take care of them too. And then who is taking care of me? No, thank you. And because I am strong and because I am capable and I demonstrate that I can take care of myself and I'm good on my own, that is used as an excuse for me not to receive the same love and support and like effort and care and regard and consideration as another human being. I am treated as a literal crutch. I am so confused as to why it's not obvious that that relationship or dynamic isn't beneficial for me in any way, and it's actually exhausting and impedes upon my ability to continue to grow and better myself, because all of my energy is expected to be spent on the other person. While I don't expect the same back, like, let's pretend I did accept expect the same back. That's not healthy either. Like, we have your only job or your only role in this life is to take care of you and make yourself better. That doesn't mean that you selfishly ignore like the needs of other people around you that you care about and that you only look out for yourself. No. You pay attention to how you affect other people with how you move, absolutely. And you offer support and energy to other people when you are capable of doing so. But to me, the biggest, like, I know if someone loves me when they take care of themselves and show up as a healthy person by my side. Because when they do that, they allow for me to do the same. And if I'm in a codependent relationship, the things that make me me, there's no room for that. I'm expected to, like, let go of who I am and become, like, this relationship. Like, my whole life and identity revolves around being in a relationship with this person. Forget my aspirations. Forget the things that make me me and make me different from my partner. Those th- There's no room for those things. And I think that's a waste. I think it's a shame. I think the things that make us unique, and I think that this is like the general tone of everything that I say to you guys, is that the things that make you you are the most important and valuable and special things, and they are to be treasured and they are to be protected and kept at all costs. I feel like that's the whole point in us existing as unique people. You don't have to be the same, and you don't have to be the same as your partner in order for it to work. I want to be in a dynamic where I am loved, and love also means loving the parts of me that make me different and separate from you, that make me other, because I am a person apart from you, and you love and respect me for what I want with my life, regardless of what that may mean for a relationship like that's true love that's selfless love that's unconditional love codependent relationships don't have room for that and what I found will happen is that the things that make me me become a huge problem first those are the things that draw someone to me and then because I refuse to need someone else it results in a lot of insecurity and yeah, I think that like needing somebody makes someone else feel secure and makes them feel valuable in a relationship. And I think that you should be able to achieve those feelings on your own, firstly. And secondly, when I don't give that, insecurity happens. And while I respect and everyone is entitled to feeling insecure and experiencing insecurity, it's not fair for That to then turn into projection onto me. And what it often looks like is trying to make me feel smaller so they feel bigger, trying to make me feel weaker so that they can convince me and manipulate me into needing them. And, like, you know what I need to say outright is that a lot of these behaviors are subconscious. I don't think people are bad and people aren't this like evil and conniving. Don't get me wrong, but. But the reality of what's happening is, is that the other person wants me to feel smaller. Subconsciously, they'll do and say things to make me feel weaker so that they convince me that I need them, or they think they can do that. What ends up happening is I'm just like, nope, that's a red flag. You're not treating me with love and respect. Bye. There's no room for me to be my best self and to be better and better because that makes you feel like you are of no use to me. Let's break that down. If I need you to be useful to me, like how does that sound like love? I need you to perform for me. Does that really sound like love to any of you? Whether you're in shambles or you are doing or you're thriving, like I, if I love you, I love you. It doesn't matter. I don't need you to be at your best in order for you to be worthy of my time and effort, and energy, and love, and care, and attention. I want the same back. I don't know. It's just we overcomplicate something that honestly is not that complicated. Love isn't complicated, and love doesn't have to be hard. I think the expectations that people have on what love is supposed to look like is what makes it difficult, Codependency is honestly scary to me when I'm expected to show up as someone who either nurtures and mothers my partner, red flag. Like, I remember so many times in like recent years where I'm supposed to be comfortable with the dynamic of leading and teaching my partner. Like, they have a lot of growth to do and work to do, and I'm expected to be cool with waiting for them to catch up and me paving the path, holding their hand and showing them the way. Like, I'm supposed to put in that work while they just throw along for the ride, while I also take care of myself, because they don't show up the same way I do, and therefore don't have what it takes to take care of me at the depth that I exist so confused as to why i don't want to partake in that but when i say it like this isn't it obvious i'm not gonna get what i want from a relationship and from a partnership like it's not a team when i'm expected to teach and lead the other person and it honestly inhibits me from fully respecting my partner because it's like i'm showing you how to exist And you are happily partaking in that dynamic as opposed to you doing the work and figuring out how you want to be on your own and then doing it. I don't want that. There's nothing sexy about that. There's nothing fun about that. There's nothing exciting or like desirable about that to me. Sorry, it's just a hard no. I want to be able to respect my partner and I want my partner to be a teammate. And codependency doesn't allow for that. It allows for one person to lead the pack. I think that people are often comfortable in that too because like being an enabler means that like you kind of control where you guys go. That person's so heavily reliant on you. It gives you power. Uh, And like, I'm getting chills even thinking about that because power in a loving relationship is just not it. And like, I don't want to be someone's motivator I want someone to be motivated to be better and to grow on their own. And we all can be better. Like, it's not that, like, oh, the people I'm with need to be better in order for us to be together. I'm constantly trying to be better than I was yesterday. And that's another part of codependency that I have no time for is because I'm expected to stand still. Because the more I grow, the greater the distance between me and the person that I'm with. If that person isn't pulling their own weight. So I would have to remain stagnant in order for that relationship to exist and for the distance between us to not broaden. And that is so not an option for me. What is Like, I don't want to be stagnant. I don't want to be stuck. I want to progress together. I want to take bigger leaps and strides with the person that I'm with. I don't want to carry them or pull them or drag them along with me. It's a waste of energy. And honestly, that allows for the person who is being pulled or dragged or is just along for the ride. They're wasting their potential. To me, love is being wanted and desired. Like, I want to be in a partnership that is loving and love looks like being wanted and desired. Every day, we choose each other. It is an act of choice. That, to me, is healthy. I don't need you, but damn, I want you. And that's when, like, I think it's so telling, too, when people are in a loving dynamic, like a truly loving dynamic, because they're still dating years and years later. That desire is implemented again and again and again. It doesn't go away. It doesn't dissipate. Whereas codependency looks like becoming complacent and comfortable and... I don't know if this is a me thing and the type of people I attract, but like in the past couple of years, the people who have attempted relationships with me, they're looking for an excuse to just stop trying. And like, it's cool if you want to be where you're at and you're comfortable just like not really progressing or growing from where you are at today. That is not something I understand, but fine, that's your choice. But I do not want someone or want to be with someone where they don't try. I don't make an effort to demonstrate love to me each and every day and to make me feel special and wanted every single day because I do that. I love doing that. And it doesn't feel like work to me when I truly love the person. It feels like work when I don't. It's like something that naturally happens when you deeply love someone just for who they are. There's nothing like that. And when people are lazy with me, I know they don't love me. Yes, love looks different and is expressed differently by different people for sure, but effort is universal. Seeing effort versus not seeing it, like there's no argument there. So unless I have someone with me who loves me and makes an effort to demonstrate that they love and value me and want a life with me on a consistent basis, no thank you. And the reason I'm so comfortable saying no to anything outside of that is because, yeah, I have a very full life where I find ways to be happy. I have friendships in my life that mean a lot. I have dreams and aspirations and goals, things that I work on that give me a very full life. And I'm a full, whole person on my own. That's why it's not hard for me to say no to things that don't serve me. I hope that by listening to this, you feel inspired to reflect upon your relationship if you are in one, and ask yourself, like, am I here because I want to be here, or am I here because I think I need this person to feel good about how I exist in our world? And if you're not in a relationship, are you doing the things that make you feel like a whole person? Do you feel like there's a void in your life? What is that? And can you fill it? Are you trying to fill it? I think I've said everything I needed to say on this subject, but I love you genuinely for who you are. I may not know you, but if you were showing up authentically, oh I love that about you. If you were standing tall and not betraying yourself because we are pushed and pressured to do so so many times and by so many things in just one single day, I love you, you are strong, you are resilient proud of you takes a lot of courage and strength to be who you are in a world and in a society that does not encourage that whatsoever and i hope that the next time you look in the mirror you see somebody that you are capable of loving and you choose to